Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. We are reading from Daily Reflections, March 19th, page 87. It's titled, Prayer, It Works. It has been well said that almost the only scoffers at prayer are those who never tried it enough. That's from the AA 12 and 12, page 97. Having grown up in an agnostic household, I felt somewhat foolish when I first tried praying. I knew there was a higher power working in my life. How else was I staying sober? But I certainly wasn't convinced he, she, it wanted to hear my prayers. People who had what I wanted said prayer was an important part of practicing the program. So I persevered. With a commitment to daily prayer, I was amazed to find myself becoming more serene and comfortable with my place in the world. In other words, life became easier and less of a struggle. I'm still not sure who or what listens to my prayers, but I'd never stop praying them for the simple reason that they work. Amen. It works if you work it. <laughs> this is so interesting. It sounds to me like like the person who wrote this reflection was experiencing a growth in humility. Um, the fact that life became less of a struggle. What did he say here? I was amazed to find myself becoming more serene and comfortable with my place in the world. Knowing who you are, who you're not, and embracing both. That's like another way that I think about humility that I've heard it explained to me as. And so that's beautiful. And there's also this element of trust. Like this person grew in so much trust that they did what they didn't see the point in, didn't even reap the benefits of doing for so long. And now they're convicted that this is absolutely essential. So I think that's really fascinating. And, you know, we learn in the big book, it's a spiritual program and prayer is a spiritual practice. And so it makes sense that this is an essential component, but I will say it is hard. I know something that I struggled with in the beginning was being like, is this even how you do it? <laughs> and I grew up in with religion. I grew up with rote prayers, but I never, for some reason, explored or learned how to just talk to my higher power when in a moment of doubt or confusion, to be in constant conversation with my higher power, who I call God. 
I just never really got in the habit of that or I just didn't pick up on it if it was encouraged or when it was encouraged. And it's something that actually program has just like knocked down these inner walls that I had built up where I just felt like words were bouncing off and back at me, you know, like, like, a like almost like mocking me. Like if I'd pray, it just like hit something hollow and bounce back and hit me in the head. And, you know, that's discouraging. <laughs> and so I, I had pretty much all but stopped praying by the time I found myself in the 12 step rooms. And it was here that they encouraged me to start praying again and meditating and oh, talk about a painful activity in the beginning. And I still didn't feel like, you know, it's taken me years personally, years. Some people, it's more natural. It was not as natural for me to learn how to sit and meditate and be quiet. And I used to set an alarm in my bed and I was just like, I'd be like, okay, I'm meditating. I'm meditating. I'm meditating. And I know there are guided meditations that you can do. And I never, I never tried those. I think I, I just, it just, I had a lot of preconceived notions about prayer and meditation. And that's where that letting go of prayer comes in so handy. You know, God help me to let go of everything I think I know. And, you know, about prayer and about meditation and about my ability to connect with you on that level. Because then once you release these like preconceived notions of how effective it will or will not be or how good or terrible you'll be at it, then you can just enter in. And that is the beauty of being present. And that is where your higher power works in the present moment. So when we're constantly in this kind of frame of mind of like, this isn't going to work anyway, we're taking ourselves out of the present moment. We're already jumping ahead to the future. And I've heard in so many different programs and disciplines that God is in the present moment. And so when we jump ahead, the reason why we kind of give up is because he's not there yet. We're not supposed to be there yet. We have to stay here. We have to stay in reality. We have to stay in the present. And that is part of my disease that likes to get out of the present moment either by ruminating in the past or being anxious about the future. I just, I'm like a ping pong ball. It's like a tennis match. And I just want to be centered and in the present moment because I'm coming to understand that first off, that's the only place where I have any control. And so it is an obligation as a human being who has, you know, free will to be in the present moment because then I'm able to use that will and direct it in a place that I want it to go. So I'm getting a little bit on a tangent. I want to come back around to the importance of prayer. And basically, it works if you work it, just like the program. I want to encourage you to to settle down and get quiet and pick that same time each day. For me, something I did that was really helpful more early on was to I'd pull in the parking lot at work, I'd turn off the car, I'd set a timer for two minutes on my phone, and I would just get quiet and breathe. And lots of times I would say, you know, God in, Nora out. (laughs) Or, Or God in, you know, 
anxiety out or, you know, tension out, you know, something, something to help me focus a little, to give me a little something to do. There are a lot more um, helpful people (laughs) who can give you practical advice, but I just want to encourage you to do it. Whatever it looks like, getting on your knees first thing in the morning is imperative. You roll out of bed on your knees and you say that third step prayer and you say the serenity prayer. And if you're there yet, you also, I really recommend saying the seven step prayer. I love that one. And that, if nothing else, you're, you're starting off your day with like grace in the bank, you know, you know, spiritual money in the bank because you're seeking, you're asking for your help of your higher power to come in. And that in itself is an act of trust that someone's listening. Humility that you need help. And it's humility that keeps you grounded in who you are as an addict in a 12-step program. It's humility that keeps you grounded and it keeps you moving forward and keeps you within the strength of the group. So try it. It works when you work it. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own. And for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.